0: again um of first off i want to start off with uh asking you uh, have you always wanted to uh release music eventually
1: um i always wanted to release music i guess you could say that i started off doing mixtapes um mm-hmm. a while ago i think a lot of you know as, as djs you know there's different parts to djing and i think you know you kind of like go through the phase of you know, trying to see what it is that you want to do and what part of, of, of DJing do you kind of excel in. And um, I first started making, like, my own mixes and my own versions of songs um, mm-hmm. after listening to um, stuff that a premier would do and records that premier would put out. Um, but I would do it with songs that, you know, were already out. And then after I, you know, started doing that and making my own versions of, like, records that were already out, I wanted to do it with songs that I created um, or I and r or put together myself. So that's kind of how that,
0: that happens. Nice. All right, so where did your love for music um, start? Like, when did you, like, know that you loved music and you wanted to pursue it as, like, a, you know, being a DJ and doing all the stuff that you do involving music?
1: I think I, it, it, that might be two different questions because, like, I loved music, like, when I was, you know, younger like I was like I wanted to do something with music but I didn't exactly know what it was I could have sworn that I was like I'm gonna be like a singer or a dancer and, you know I had like a family member buy me like a microphone that I could like plug in you know to the back of like our desktop computer and I was like making songs and nobody told me that I was bad and <laughs> then I realized that I was like a terrible singer and then I tried to dance and I realized that I was a terrible dancer um, yeah. but I went um to a party, I went to, I started college kind of young, I was like 16, and I had never been to like a club or a party before, and I went to a party on campus for the first time using my college ID, and I saw the DJ, and that's when I realized that I wanted to be a DJ, because I was like, what's happening, why is he playing all this stuff, and people are just kind of like, you know, just doing whatever he mm-hmm. wanted them to do you know um and that's when I when to start wanting to DJ
0: wow and you said you started college when you were 16 yeah wow How, how, yeah. how that? I, had,
1: I, I had started school early and then I skipped um actually a year of high school so I only had three years of high school Wow! so by the time I was ready to start school I was 16
0: nice that's really cool all right, so your new single, Culture, um, is released under your new label venture, Right Way Music. Um, how cool is it to be able yeah. to release something under your own imprint?
1: It's really cool because, you know, it, it's it's both cool and both a lot of pressure, but I'm actually mm-hmm. like excited about it because mm-hmm. it can do things um, the way that you want to do them. And I feel like, you know, when I had previously released under a major label, it's like, you you have to put out a song that, um, that they deem is okay.
0: You yeah. have to
1: kind of, you know, manage money in a way that they deem is okay. You're not always aware of what's going on, like, in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, your rollout plan and things are based on what they say. And then yeah. if they choose to tell you that you can't put out any more music, you can't um so I didn't want to have to go through that again and Mm -hmm. it's something that you know I know a lot of other artists go through as well so to just be able to you know be in charge kind of your own product um but also you know link with a uh, distributor that gets you because I'm uh, putting it out through platoon and Mm -hmm. they're amazing like they get my end goal they get you know what i want to do and they're there to support me and they're there um, for the artist
0: mm-hmm. nice all right so you work with asap ferg and well i am on um the new single uh how was it working with the two of them
1: it was <laughs> i actually have like a um, a video that i was thinking about uh, posting <laughs> on my um instagram of of ferg of, uh, like doing uh his ad libs and will like (laughs) cracking up as he's doing his ad libs like it was great like it's funny because the first day that we um we went into the studio we met um will at his um at his uh studio which he he does like a lot there. Like, he doesn't just do music. Obviously, he does, like, Mm -hmm. his side. He's very, very into technology, very into technology, and he's working on, like, a lot of stuff, and it's just a very amazing, creative, like, innovative space, and um, the first time we went into the studio, we actually didn't do music at all. Um, We just talked about life and about what was happening in the world and about, um, you know, just technology and, 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 and theories on things. And, and it was cool because, you know, we all got to, to just, you know, chop it up on, on things that, you know, relate and don't relate to, to, to music. But when you do that, you get a better understanding of, of each other and the space everyone And so it made the next session just um, uh, that much greater.
0: Nice. So, you work with those two is there anybody else that you would love to work with oh let me say what who is your dream collaboration like who would you really want to work with like that you like just have to work with dream dream
1: collaboration i let's see i could say it on on there's a couple things there's a couple things like there are people that like I've want to work with because I know them or I've met mm-hmm. them and, you know, or I've seen, you know, the growth in their career since I've been in the industry and I just want to work with them like, on stage. and there are just people, and I'm just like, okay, like, I, I have just heard a record and I'm just like, I, I want, you know, like I wanted, yeah. I wanted, I want, I have something perfect for you. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I am obviously, like, I love Rihanna. Like, I love her. (laughs) So, like, I was, like, in the car, and I heard, like, a a record that I thought in my head, like, I would remake this record, and I would want to do it with Rihanna. You know? Like, that was, you know, obviously, like just a random thought that I have. So now ever since then like I can't get it out of my head that I have this mm-hmm. song that I want to remake with her. So I'm just gonna put it in the universe and it can happen. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, you know, obviously like I love her. Um also um Jesse Reyes yeah. I have a dope record um that I have and I've been trying to get in front of her. Um I think she's incredible. She's mm-hmm. so talented and she actually uh, heard the record, like, I played it for her, and it was just one of those things that wasn't great timing because she was working on her project at the time,
0: but mm-hmm.
1: she heard the record, and she played it, like, a few times and was like, you know, this, this record is is, is, is is fire, and she actually kind of started singing it, and I'm like, oh, she wants right. to do it. Um, but the timing wasn't great, so I'm hoping to get um, back with her and be able to get her, like, on, on a song that I just know would be perfect for her.
0: Nice. Ray, so in your song culture, um, you were talking about social justice, black culture and everything involving. What did you want people to take from this song? Like what do you want what is this what is the message behind um this particular chat for you?
1: Well, actually it's interesting because the first um this isn't the first song that uh I did with Willonio and Ferg together. I actually have like an unreleased <laughs> song oh, wow. that's got like will I, yeah that has will i am asap um mm-hmm. movado and afro that was actually yeah. going to be a record on my album and then what kind of happened is we went to the studio um to just do something different mm-hmm. and you know when this song came about and just hearing you know the the lyrics and the, the content that, that Will had already, you know, started and the things that he was saying, I was like, oh, this, this song is, is for now. Yeah, you know, This song represents a lot of, you know, what is happening now and the way that each artist um, performed on it. Of course, they did it in, in their own unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both did it in a way where they were trying to Basically, in in my opinion, you say that, you know, the days of, you know, kind of like just loving our culture and not loving Mm us are done, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you have on Will's side um, the different, you know, paths that he also thinks, you know, that young um, black people should take. Like we need to be in science. We need, uh, you know, inventors. We need people who can code we need you know what I'm saying like takes yeah. kind of like that stance on it and I think mm-hmm. it's both um a message on you know what we're standing for now and also uh hopes of things that we also can do and things that we also need more of in our community
0: gotcha all right. So, why do you feel it's important for artists to speak up socially? Um, you know, there are artists in the industry who want to speak up, but then there are artists who say that they don't want to take that path. Do you feel like it's important for artists to kind of speak up socially, especially when things like, you know, what we're dealing with right now in the world, do you think, do you feel like they should speak up or it can kind of go? I, I think
1: there's, I think there's a couple of sides to it Um, because, you know, first, you know, you always, and, and, I can only speak for myself, you know. Yeah. I can't really speak for anybody else's journey or anybody else's past. But I can think of, you know, how I've thought about it in, in,
0: mm-hmm. in the ways
1: that um I've tried to use my platform because I do radio also, so I've definitely, you know, tried to use my radio platform and my and my voice um on air, you know, to right. speak up um for things. But, you know, automatically it's kind of like we have people that we follow, Uh, we have people that we are fans of, um, that we automatically put in that category of being leaders. And I'm not sure if all the time they are. Um, But what I think is important is when we figure out who those leaders are or who they are to us, um, mm-hmm. and we kind of curve them kind of in that direction, you know, um, because not everybody the same way in any kind of, you know, life or anything that we're in, like everyone's not good at everything. And I think right. that is also the case for, for things like that, you know, mm-hmm. and you have people who are just, you know, either uncomfortable or they can't, but, you know, I think that's when, you know, we can, especially during times like this, it's like, you have to kind of get out of that, um, Comfort zone, you know, and and, and, right. and use your platform if you can to at least pivot people in the right direction. Like I feel like, especially especially during the election, like we saw so many people stepping up
0: yeah. in a way that
1: we haven't seen in the past. You know, right. just because you know, I think people are learning too. um I think you know, we expect, we think just because somebody is out in the public or they have a great following or they're they're famous, they automatically know everything, and that's not the case. So I think you know. The, our, our artists and the people that we we look up to or we've placed in these categories whether fairly or unfairly um, they're in the learning process too and i think with everything that's happening you know like a lot of people have learned like now is the time i need to speak i need to get my communities to vote you know we saw that in in, in the verses battle and we saw Stacey abrams you know with the last yeah, season yeah. Season battle speak speak before you would have never saw something like that before <laughs> You know, so yeah. I think that was a way for for you know Swiss and Timbaland and, and even you know Jeezy and Gucci to to use their platform in a way to get the message out there. Right. Um and that's the way that they 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 did that and I thought that that was a very powerful and important um, thing to do. We have there's 1.7 million people watching and and it's important that you know people are 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 you know, using using their voices, um, especially of everything that's going down in 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 in, in, Georgia, in Georgia. So, right um, with the the new election and stuff. So,
0: gotcha. All right. So, what are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop? Uh, I know I, I, you're a DJ, so I know you love uh, and a regular person. I know you love hip hop. So, like, what are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop and where hip hop is right now today? I think
1: it's. I mean. I'm enjoying it. I think we have a lot of good music out. I think we have a lot of, 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 of things, you know, cause you know, it's like no matter what year, no matter what time period you look at, there's stuff that people are going to say they love. There's stuff that people are going to say they hate, you know, but I think we're in a good space where you have um, the commercial stuff that people love. You have the music coming out um, that shows that people are, are, have you know they're they're real lyricists you have the stuff yeah. that people want to dance and party to I think there's so many and then you have the artists that are crossing over and that are able to do both um mm-hmm. and then you have you know the ones where you didn't think would even be in that space and being in in those spaces you know and hip-hop is very powerful I mean, you saw what what happened at the, the AMAs to be able to see you know um little baby had an amazing year
0: you yeah, know, he's he another artist
1: I would love to do something with. Um yeah. he had such an amazing, incredible year and to see him, you know, um, being able to perform, you know, on that stage and to see Megan doing her thing also, like I think we're in a yeah. we're in a we're in a, a great, amazing space across the board.
0: Nice. All right, so this is a question I just wanna like put you on spot, but uh, I wanted to ask you this. Um, who do you think is the biggest revolutionary rap artist to ever live? And that means, you know, just um, revolutionary-wise. I mean, you can say lyricists and put that in there too, but I'm saying like revolutionary. Who is the biggest, in your opinion, who is the biggest uh, rap?
1: What do you mean by that? Do you mean by what do you mean by that? Because you know, obviously, like, you have different time periods and different. Right. Um, you know, you have different mm-hmm. movements that happened. Um, just I any I more context on that
0: question that you I, have
1: movements that happened during certain times that became uh, you know like
0: uh i would probably you know say like, gotcha i would probably say um what i mean by that is like not just just for rap as far as we had like rappers who were lyrically like you know we know them as being the best but i mean like across the board who was we had rappers that
1: what
0: We have, like, rappers who are known for lyricism, and then we have, like, rappers who are just all across the board. When when we talk about social justice, when we talk about lyrically, when we talk about um, influence fashion-wise, like, I mean, as a rap
1: artist. But do you mean, like, the most, like, in? okay, so you don't mean, like, revolutionary as far as, like, the revolution must be talent. You mean, like, the most influential kind of, like, artist? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay,
0: gotcha, yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. This is a crazy question because <laughs> and, the reason being, the reason the reason being is because it's like I
0: have I
1: it's like we all we always we go back to the greats, right? So we right, go back I, to we go back to um, Biggie, we go back to Tupac, you know what I'm saying? We go back mm-hmm. to what they were able to do in their their very short careers and the reason that people say it was so influential in my opinion um is because here we are you know 20 something years later and what their their music still means you know Mm -hmm. um but if I was to make a prediction (laughs)
0: like
1: for future like who I think is going to go down as you know obviously one of the most influential um time if I, if I was to make a prediction for that future wise it would be Drake oh wow and yeah. people might not want to say that okay, um, I guess. for whatever reasons they think but I look I sit and I look at Drake's career because I think of when I started DJing mm-hmm. um, a few years afterwards like Drake has been on top for
0: a long time
1: how many years now
0: a long time (laughs) like
1: that's it's insane it's insane right and so I think you know if you look at it in the future I don't think right now I don't think I think it's still too early to say that right now but I think in the future we will look back at this and be like wow yeah like you know um, I mean
0: Drake is still so young too like he's not even really
1: right yeah He's so young and he's still on top. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, that's that's the you know what I'm saying. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, he's so young and he's still going. Right. And, like, and I don't see and it, you know what I'm saying. Like he's still going with whatever you want to say about you know anything. It doesn't matter. It's like the bo- If I look at the bottom line, that's that's what I. I think long term, you know, but obviously mm-hmm. right now, you know, my opinion would still be, would, would be with the grades that everybody else would say, just because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I agree with them. You know, yeah. I agree.
0: Gotcha. All right. So my last two questions, I want to ask you, do you have a top five? Do <laughs> <laughs> I have a what? Yeah. A top five.
1: I don't
0: oh, because God. again, because of that question, it's like, I'll
1: say, I think when people, it's interesting because it's like depending on how old you are Mm -hmm. and then also depending on what you had growing up depends on what your music, what your top five would be, right? Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: also because I've always been like a student of the game, it's like I'll have people that I just know have to be in the top five, but then I have people that I enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't, there's, there's people like, I like, like there's people that I would put in my top five just because, like, I enjoy, or my quote-unquote top five of the day because I enjoy, um, you know, their music, but not necessarily Mm -hmm. because I think they're the top five of considered, you know, the top five of all time, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right, so with your debut album due out in early 2021, what should fans expect from that album?
1: I think that they should... They're gonna first you're going to hear a little bit of everything. Because I'm a DJ, I did it from a DJ perspective, which mm-hmm. means I did it from like, you know, what I would want to play in certain situations. And I want a song for certain situations. So that's kind of like how I looked at it when I was creating it. It was like, you know, like I obviously like, you know, hip hop, I mean, reggae culture is, is, mm-hmm. is, is big for me. So I have I have songs that lean towards that way. I have, you know, like real hip hop records. I have, you know, records with um some like younger up and coming artists who I think yeah. are, are fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have different records that mean different things. And I think that you'll be able to hear like, you know, just a, a collection of different bodies of, of work.
0: Nice. Lastly, because I write for Respect magazine, um, when you see the word respect or like when you hear the word respect, what are the first things that come to your mind? Like what does that word mean to you?
1: I think it's one of the most important things that, that someone could have. Like I would way rather I'd much rather be respected than liked.
0: Right.
1: Okay. You know? I feel like um you know, especially I'm sure you know this as women, and and you know, as, as mm-hmm. a black woman, it's almost like we have to do magic tricks to get anybody
0: right. to, yeah
1: to, to be like okay, you know. <laughs> um, but I'm I would rather work to earn respect um, first mm-hmm. and foremost, um, and and move in a way where where I can I can get that respect, and if I don't have it, then. I'm not sticking around. It. You know what I'm saying? Like respect right. to me is is is, is 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 very important.
0: Gotcha. All right. Thank you so much, Megan, for doing this interview. And um, you're and welcome. Hey. You
1: Thank you.